Why he fighting fighting this? Why what 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 what, what is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Immigrant Section. It's your boy Boss Wab saying. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. If you're listening from Spotify, Apple, hit that follow, subscribe, whatever that button is, smash it now. All right. If you're on YouTube, stick around, watch it because we got a banger for you today. Back in the studio. I think this guest has been on the immigrant section more than anybody here. And there's a reason for it. The man's a killer. My guy, Mo Smaeed. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. Every time we start with that. Wa alaikum assalam wa Welcome, welcome, homie. Thank Back you, bro. fresh from another tour, bro. Yeah, You're touring buddy, nonstop. Buddy. I love it. We gotta keep moving, man. CRA, yo, cut that out for CRA. Cut that out. <laughs> cut that out. Cut that out. That's okay, man. Yeah, yeah. All good. Uh, but yeah, man, welcome. how was it, dude? Uh, it was blessed, man. It was blessed. We had a we had a couple of dates and and uh, shout out Hassan Phils. Uh, shout out to you, man. That tour was also dope. Immigrant section tour was fire. I don't think we've had a podcast since. We haven't had that since. No, yeah, no. It's so. been a mi- so much has happened. Yeah, bro. In the last, uh, I would say in the last couple of months, it's been nonstop moving. So. It's been a lot. There's been a lot going on. You just got back from Winnipeg. I know, but I don't know where to start, but I want to focus on you. I want to focus on you. Forget Winnipeg. The dirtiest city. The shittiest city in Canada. Winnipeg reminded me of the third world, dude. Bro, like, you ever go to a hotel? Like, it was in Canada. Like, where we were in the hotel, wherever we went, we had to make sure we could see the hotel. No. That's not something you do in Uh, Canada or America. Bro, it's rough, bro. It's different. Oh, it's like boy. Walking Dead, dude. Oh, God. It's Damn. rough, man. Crazy drug addiction around you and mad open lanes, too. That's the weird thing. I used to think, like, yo, if <laughs> if you want to be in a ghetto area, it's nice if it's open. Because I used to think, oh, like, New York, the city, the alleyway, anything can happen. But really, the alleyway, at least that's... Somewhere you could run if you're getting chased, bro. Yeah. When it's mad open and drug addicts, there's no place to, there's nowhere to run. If crime happens, it's just wide open, dude. There's not even a, a tree to climb. Like, I feel vulnerable as fuck, dude. It's just you got to have good, like, stamina. You can just keep running. Just keep running, dude. Winnipeg. And it's like a shitty city in the middle of Manitoba. You know oh, what I mean? man. I've never been, man. I've never been to any of those places. To put, to put in perspective, you'll understand this. Uh, I told my buddy yesterday that I would rather be in Windsor if Windsor didn't have Detroit right next to it. <laughs> oh, damn. Like, but I Windsor's nice now, though. Windsor's... Uh, oh, dude, yeah. when you, like in comparison to Winnipeg? Yeah. yeah. Windsor's bumping, man. Yeah. Totally fine. Legit yeah, yeah. businesses, legit everything. It's just kind of small. Yeah. Ever since ever since Detroit started stepping up with all the, uh, you know, the art industry and all that, Windsor's been popping off, too, and... People all these artists. It's kind of like what Hamilton was and what it is now. How like it's like become like this like kind of like small little art city. It's still kind of ghetto, but you know what I mean. It. it I don't even know the backstory of Hamilton. Well, it was. It used to be just pure manufacturing. It, it used to be a landfill. It used to be a giant dumpster. Like no, literally. No, 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 no I'm just. I, I, I believed it. Hundred percent. Yo, I should have kept it. That. Yeah, 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 was, yeah. Legit. Yeah, it was just garbage. That's what Hamilton means. <laughs> In the native uh, Inukshuk language. 
<laughs> a pile of garbage. Hamiltian. But yo, the taping went sick. The taping went dope. It was Congrats, like in a theater, like with three levels. You know, the top two levels are all empty. The, the bottom level is full, but still good vibes. I got an applause break at the end. Ooh. And I, you know, I ended on the add another joke after, but you know, once you get the applause, you're like, I'm out this bitch. Yeah, I'm yeah. out. Yeah. But how much time did you do? Probably 12 minutes. They were like, do you want us to light you? But, uh, and then I was like, sure. But then they're like, you know what? You have to submit the exact bits you're doing, mm -hmm. like script. Mm -hmm. So they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Actually, just do the script. <laughs> I'm like, oh, light me at 10. They're like, fuck the light. Just do the script. Because oh, it's perfect. been approved and CBC. And I tried to wear the immigrant section shirt on like TV. And CBC, like they're fucking producers. They're like, they're like talking. And they're like, oh, we can't allow it. Just because we've told everyone else no. And we just want to be consistent. I'm like, oh, fuck. Shit has been like, it's my brand. I did. Uh, I'm like, don't you guys want to. I did. Oh, I made that very clear. I'm like, don't you guys want to like. You know, like empower Canadian. This is your opportunity. Yeah, this is not where you like, oh yeah, fuck, get out of here. Or uh, whatever. That sucks. You man. can't get it all, you know? I can't be up there like, I'm not doing this unless I'm wearing this. Yeah, yeah. That's Canadian TV though, right? I end up being like Simu Liu or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, did I, my buddy worked with, you know, Simu. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stand his cheeky ass smile all over the fucking. <laughs> no matter it would have like bust up. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, stop fucking smiling at me, bro. Fuck the Junos. He's or like a Canadian Ronnie Chang. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. But, but Ronnie Chang is awesome. Yeah, hey, I love Ronnie. Yeah, Chang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like the Canadians Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> and Ryan Seacrest might be Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> is I he think Canadian? he is. Isn't yeah. he Canadian? He's the he's the okay. He's a Chinese Ryan. Yeah, I mean, we'll take him. Yeah. We'll, we'll sign him on a couple year contract. You know what I mean? Three but, year contract. But true story. So my buddy was shooting on episode one of Kim's Convenience. This is where Simu Lu like kind of popped, right? Mm -mm. On episode one of Kim's Convenience, all the main cast had they built a studio like the convenience store. All the main cast had private rooms. And all the actors who would come for a day, they would get like little trailers. Simu, whatever was main room. Day one, he he refuses to act because he says that the artwork in his dressing room does not make him feel appreciated nor inspired. No. I swear to God. Oh, he no. He wouldn't get on set. He's a diva. Until, yeah. Nah. And then my buddy's like, yo, this guy's going to be a star. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's gonna be a star. He's the worst. This is star power here. Oh dude. no, that sucks. He wouldn't act until they changed the artwork in his. That's amazing. Imagine having that level of power. Just to just like that level of like you know. Just before the show even hit. Yeah, you've made you've made it. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess so. But it's maybe he just, shit, he just had a vision. Yeah, he just had a I vision. Like, I'm you know, be the worst before I yeah. am even valuable. It's like yeah, he 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 just has such a such a bad attitude that they're like they think he's somebody before he's somebody. Exactly. He's like, like, where are my yellow M and M's? Like he's such a prick. Yeah. Is he that valuable? Just just get the yellow ones. I don't know. <laughs> just don't risk it. Better not be a red in that bitch. I literally think so. Yeah, Fake maybe. Fake it till you make it to the max. Maybe I don't know what his backstory is. I honestly don't know anything of the guy. I, I, I mean, you know, I don't know, but it sounds like he's not that pleasant imagine, to work with. Imagine I'm like, hey, I heard he's a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next week on the immigrant <laughs> section, yeah. Simu Lu, the highest fuck. comes back, beats the shit out of you yeah. in the middle of his podcast. I have the biggest smile on. Like I loved Kim's convenience. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you I like the artwork. I'm ripping it off. <laughs> Are you inspired yet, Simu? Uh, 
But anyways, enough of that, yo. How is um? You guys just got back, man. I saw you guys straight up rented a theater, yo. Yeah, well, that was that was Hassan, man. He Hassan is uh, he's he's got a pretty decent following, and uh, I was talking to the man. I ran into him a show yesterday. I'm like, bro, we gotta talk about how you promote your shit, cause yeah. like. The best part about the theater is the aesthetic of having the marquee, bro. I'm oh, like, man. and he had a photographer, man. He did it, yeah. bro. We did it like gorilla. I know, I gorilla know. Gorilla style. No, which he, I'm not mad about. We had fun. Dude, that tour was amazing. Our tour was sick. Let's get into that in a sec. But yeah. like, we oh, if we just had a, an extra man that was just handling camera. And, I know. Because we were running around like dumbasses, bro. No, you know what it is, though? He, he like, so I think, I don't know. Again, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> yeah. He's also, the thing about Hassan is he's, such a lovable guy. Oh yeah, he's been on the podcast. Like yeah. right, right off the jump, you're like, this guy is so lovable. He's 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 a great dude, and and in addition to that, he's hilarious. Yeah. So he's got, uh, I guess, a big following on TikTok and probably on Instagram as well. I think and on YouTube his, too. And YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just the like man's been posting. He puts the word out, and he's just one of those guys that could fill spaces so easily. You know, I'm sure he puts in a lot of legwork, but he's just he he really like. Uh, the Toronto date was in this really like nice loft space, and then the Ottawa date. I didn't know, you know, theaters can sometimes be small. It could just be like, yeah, this is like a small theater, but we showed up, and this was like, I think a solid like two hundred seater, and it was like lecture hall style, and uh, man, the the. Uh, a big de a big part of his demograph is like Muslims, right? Yeah, He's a Muslim yeah, comic yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So when I was doing the Toronto show, I saw a couple homies that his buddies that came to a previous show and they're like, which way is the bathroom? And I was like, oh, I just made like a joke. I was like, well, I just, okay, you got to drop a deuce or something. He's yeah. like, no, no, we got to make wudu. And I saw, did you guys make, buddy, it immediately clicked. I'm like, God's telling me I should pray right yeah, now. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I'll come with you. So then we went, found a bathroom and we'll do it for those of you who don't know. is like, you know, like you wash up before you pray. Prepping your body for prayer. Yeah. yeah. So you wash your hands, wash your face, wash your arm, all this stuff. Right. So, uh, so I made Wudu and I prayed with these guys and the show was fire. Yeah. It was a banger. So then <laughs> the next show we were in Ottawa and we're waiting backstage couple of the brothers walk in, you know, three Somali dudes, and they're just like, hey, which way's the bathroom? And I'm like, you <laughs> looking at, I was like, Mundu? And he's like, we'll do it. And I was like, buddy, I am in. Yeah, we're, in. we're in a theater, I'm praying, buddy. Not On only- stage, I saw that, there's a video of well, it. Well, it was like a tight, we were gonna pray in the green room. Yeah. And then they were like, uh, and then uh, a couple of sisters walked in and they were just like, uh, you know, Muslim sisters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they just were, by them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so they were just like, oh, can we pray they were black too? Yeah. They were, they Muslim were. Muslim black sisters. Yeah, so I was like, they were like, hey, we want to pray as well. And we're like, okay, so they obviously can't pray on the stage because, you know, there's like certain rules and customs in terms of like. It's a, like a separate space. Yeah, so yeah. we're like, okay, so pray. You take the green room because there was only a few of them. And then the guys, we went out on stage huh. and we all prayed on stage. I saw the video. And, and um, Norm, Norm was like, he had gone to move my car because it was about to get towed or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And this guy comes back and then he sees all of us praying and he starts making a video and then he like stops making the video and he takes it in that we're all just kind of like collectively praying. And this guy gets so emotional. Oh, I can see him cry. He, he, yeah, dude, yeah. he was so emotional about it. He's like, yo, I can't even, like, yo, that's love, bro. That's <laughs> love. You guys are just praying, like, you know, unity together. He's got like six scarves on. Yeah, we're waiting to start the show and he's just like stopping. He's like, just give me a minute, bro. That's so beautiful, bro. <laughs> I love it, dude. So that was- That's a vibe though. That's yeah. sick, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. so sick. We all did it together, man. And then the show was amazing. 
And that stage uh, was huge, was bro. Massive. That one picture you took, yeah, it looked like there was a football field behind yeah. you. That was amazing. I'm yeah. like, whoa, and the stool, yeah, I'm like, that's perfect. It bro. was sick, man. That's it was perfect. dope. He, this guy did it right. He knows what he's doing. And the whole crew, man, we went up for shawarmas and stuff after, and like, you know, and it was just mad jokes, man. Those guys are so funny, and they're not comedians either, like his buddies. Oh, it's not funny. <laughs> Sometimes you, you when you hang, it's like the fun. They're way funnier than yeah. us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we're like we know how to like craft it, get it to the stage. Yeah, but they're like ah, like they're like <laughs> so much funnier. <laughs> yeah, that was blessed, man. That was dope. So I've been like making it a point to like pray a little bit more, and also you know since I got back from Mecca and stuff, so it's been like I'm like let me stick to the prayers a little bit because it feels it feels good. You know what I mean? It feels like positivity, so. It's good vibes, bro. Mm -hmm. Keep the momentum going forward, you know? Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, man. So that's been blessed. I guess we haven't really talked since I've been back from Mecca. Like, we haven't really sat down for a podcast. No, man. Because I, I came back, and then we went on the immigrant section we tour. We went on the tour right away. A couple days later. Yeah, literally, like, you yeah. came freshly. Fresh, like, hot, bro. And you're like, Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Let's go. Man. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that's also another trip, but. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Any, 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 for anybody who ever gets the chance, man, go. That place is magic. I can't explain anything else about it, man. I it's love magic. the story you tell of like uh, people uh, Instagramming you about like what to pray for. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but it was legit. People were like, yeah, man, you're in Mecca, pray for this specific thing. And you pray for them, man. You're there. Everybody, there's something to be said about everyone being in a place and collectively putting out the same like energy. You yeah, know what I mean? dude, it's like a resonance happens, yeah. a higher wave happens. And you feel it, man. Everybody's praying for something, man. And then you quickly realize you're like, like the, you, I don't know why my mind went there. You're like, I'm praying for things in my specific life. Like I'm praying for my family. I'm praying for good health, for all this stuff. But I'm listening to everybody else praying around me and they're praying for their own stuff. And I'm just like, that's just, it, it, it almost made me feel like I'm like, why am I so important? You know what I mean? What's so important about my life? Like this guy next to me is like praying for like, you know, his like sick wife or something like that. Or his like <laughs> sick mom. Like <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like praying I get onto this show. <laughs> I'm like, I hope I get to perform in this venue. <laughs> like, like what? He's like, please let her live. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope I get an opening spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is, man. It puts that shit in perspective. Were yeah. they different languages or like all Arabic? Or No, man. It was so most of them were Arabic, but there was people from all over the world. There was people from like, uh, you literally looked around you and it was just like every single ethnicity because it's a place where people come from all around the world. Yeah, so you yeah. have, the, you know, the Egyptians, the, the Kazakhstanis, the, the Bengalis, the Pakistanis, the Southeast Indians, Asians, the Africans, the yeah. Africans the, like everyone is there. So in a weird way, you look around you and you're like, the whole world is here right now. And you're just hearing everybody, you're seeing everybody, and it is a trip. That's Just wild. quickly realize how big the world is and how insignificant we really are. Yeah, you know? facts, facts. So, those are always the best moments, those yeah. humbling moments. Yeah, like anytime man. you're out and like it's a super clear night and you the, you can see all the stars, it's yeah. that type of moment. You're exactly. Like, Fuck, I'm nothing. And that's so comforting. Yeah, dude, that's what it I was. Shit, and it's so comforting. And it's like know? I came back with a mentality of like, if if things don't go your way, just like leave it in God's hands. Yeah, you want something, it just have the vibe. Just yeah, just know that you want it, but it's gonna happen when it's the right time, if it's ever. 
If it's gonna happen. If it's made yeah. for you. But like move forward in that path. Yeah. But and don't sweat it. That's it. It'll get served up to you when the time is right. That's it. And and if it's right for you. You know exact what I mean? Facts. Exactly. Like it might just not be in the cards for yeah, you. Like you want things in life and you want them so bad, but it's like if it's not proper timing or if this thing's not right for you, just understand that like that it might not happen and it might bother you that it's not gonna happen but it's not happening for a reason. You might never find out what that reason is, but just accepting it, like that's what we believe in Islam. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like it, like, you know, like you just kind of like leave it in God's hands and just know the good and the bad. It's all for a reason. And just like, yo man, I can't wait to go to this like concert tonight. But then I go and like, I got a flat tire or like my car won't start. And then now I can't make the show. And it's like, I'm sitting at home pissed, but just know, that tire's flat. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes. Yeah. Some guy's like, you going to see Tame Impala? Fuck Tame Impala, man. Like, I, I was supposed to be there. Like, relax. Dude, a lot of people died, dude. Yeah. I, you don't understand. I was driving. Relax, bro. Fucking give yeah, it a second. Yeah. Acceptance, man. Accept whatever but path it is. It, it literally is that. It's like, sometimes it may feel like uh, just dumb, blind stupidity of moving forward. But if it's, if it's meant to work for you, it'll work for you. But it's like, it's the analogy of like, imagine a 15 year old goes to the YMCA every day. He's like, I'm getting into the NBA. And he's just, he's in the YMCA every day, dribbling and shooting, you know what I mean? I'm getting into the NBA every day. Everyone's like, wow, that kid's crazy. He's that sick, two years every day. Whoa, he's still doing it. And then like, let's say like, now you're 32. It's been 17 years. <laughs> Every day you've gone to the YMCA. Now it's a different vibe of the employees. Yeah. It's not like, man, wow. It's like, fuck. Yeah, you buddy, are you gonna put that basketball down anytime <laughs> yeah, soon? Right, gotta pay some bills, buddy. <laughs> Yo, taxes are due April 30th, bro. Put the ball down. You know what I mean? It might not ever work for you. Yeah. But like, as long as you set yourself up to do everything in your power, then Fuck it, whatever, say la vie or whatever. I don't know if that works yeah, in that yeah, moment, but like whatever happens, happens. Just accept it. But it's not for sure not gonna happen if you don't put, if you don't position yourself in that right direction. Yeah. If you're like, oh, I wanna be like an internationally touring comedian and then just being like at home every day chilling and being like, oh, it's gonna happen. It's like, yeah. no, it's never gonna happen. It's, yeah. not, it's not gonna be in the cards where Bill Burr is opening and he's looking for a totally unexperienced yeah. guy <laughs> he's to like, open you, for he's him. Like, Where's that guy that's sitting on his couch yeah. with Doritos and, yeah, like, and, a, and a pizza box? I knew it would happen. Yeah. No, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it is. Those moments are actually amazing. And, and it's rare to get them. The last time I got it was I was camping and it was the first time I saw the Milky Way. Like it was so like you see the Milky Way. No way. Yeah, it was crazy. And I was just like, wow. We're nothing. Yeah. We're literally nothing. Yeah, man. And it's just so calming. Oh, yeah. It's so calming. Because you would think it would be like... Yeah. Because New York has that too, where you show up and you're like, fuck, I'm nothing. Yeah. But it's not calming. <laughs> it's not like, I'm nothing. It's like, fuck, I ain't shit. <laughs> I'm nothing, but I'm anxious. <laughs> yeah, I'm anxious, exactly. <laughs> but Mecca, like the stars, oh. these moments, like probably the desert, the middle of the ocean. Yeah. These are humbling moments. Well, Mecca, we went to Mecca and we went to Medina and Mecca and Medina had like two different vibes. But because, you know, everywhere I go, I try to be like, what's a valuable lesson that I'm getting from this? And Mecca, the main lesson I got from Mecca uh, was that, you know, uh, 
all the things that you pray for, like you kind of already have more or less. Effectively, it, yeah. Yeah, it might not be to the extent that you want, but you still have it. So it's like, you know, you might be praying for like, like I was praying for like good health. I'm praying for like, you know, for God to watch over my family and protect them. I'm praying. And you're like kneeling down comfortably, strong knees, yeah. lifting up. I'm praying for happiness. I'm praying for success in yeah. my career. Yeah. I'm like, I got all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right. So I'm like, uh, when I, when I, when that clicked, my prayers switched from like, I want that to like, you know what? Thank you, God. Thank you for blessing me with the stuff that I already have, you know? But then when I went to Medina, Medina was more like, you know, just accept that with the good and with the bad, it's all for a reason. And don't stress too much about controlling things. You can't control everything. You can only control your actions. So just control what you're putting, like you said, the vibes that you're putting out, but just accept whatever result comes. Cause you can be on your way to a specific path and you're like, I wanna get from point A to point B, but on your way to point B, you can legit hit a jackpot yeah, 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 and be yeah, like, yeah. yo, I don't even need to get to point B. Yeah, I, I just got, I got $50 million, you know, but it's like, as long, like you said, as long as you're headed in that direction, keep your feet moving and just understand that even though you can control certain things, you're not controlling everything. There is something much bigger at play. So I don't know. That's how I see it. I love that. You know, I love that. What was the about the vibe of Medina? You said Medina's so sick. Oh my what god! What is it about it, man? People told me like when you go, you're gonna understand how peaceful it is. And I was like, yeah, yeah, because everybody says all these things about these places, and I hadn't never been in my adult life. I'd been when I was like three years old, so I don't remember much. But when I went, man, that I can sometimes get like you know sometimes you think about life and what your next move is, and anxiety can kick in. But like. There was just something about, uh, like, once you walked into that mosque where the prophet, peace be upon him, yeah. where he's buried, bro. Vibes. It, like, the air is so easy to breathe. Like, I don't know what kind of oxygen they're pumping into that place. That it looks that casino level oxygen. It looks, you know? like, it looks majestic, dude. Yeah. And and it's open. It, everything's very open. Like, the doors are all open. Some parts of the mosque have, like, it's like a courtyard area. So, like, this, there's no roof. But then other parts have a roof. God, I, bro, Dante, can you close that door real quick? Because they're going to come in. I don't but, bro, growing up as any Muslim, yeah, especially, like, broke Muslims, yeah, we all have either... <clears throat> a cheap plug-in picture of Medina uh, uh, Masjid yeah. that plugs into the wall and illuminates. Yeah. And the 99 names of Allah. You oh, know what I mean? Man. Everyone has those pieces of artwork in that. So I've been literally looking at, like, not the haram, like, the, in the, the masjid. And, like, what's the one in Medina called? Uh, masjid al-Nabawi. Yeah, yeah, Masjid al-Nabawi, where, like, the Prophet literally was buried. Yeah. Half of my Sudani cousins <laughs> growing up, we had that thing up. That and the other wall, 99 yeah. years of Allah. So it's like, I've literally been looking at that. Huge yeah. courtyard. Dude, Medina was like, where a place where magic happened. I'm like, yo, I got, and it's all like these nighttime shots of lights. And that's, that picture is always the one to me that's like, wow, I gotta go there. Man. Yeah. I gotta go there. Yeah, yeah. Medina, go. Medina was magic, man. Medina, so I, I think we talked about this when we were in the car, but it was, uh, it was like, uh, I went and in order to see where the prophet, peace be upon him, where he's buried, you have to go and book an appointment on this app because of COVID and all this stuff. So they don't want it super rammed. 
So I booked this appointment. Like for, you want to see the prophet? I want to see you double vaccinated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, you Pfizer your, and Moderna. Yeah, uh, okay. not good yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. We need Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. If you want to see, peace be upon him. <laughs> want to put yeah. that peace upon him? Yeah. Moderna don't put that peace upon him. Johnson, Johnson, you better get the fuck away from us yeah. right now. No, we. I booked it for the next day. But then I went the day before and I was like, I'm going to pray in this mosque as much as I'm here. Cause I'm like, those prayers are being, they're, they're very, you know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm you're like, in the zone. This I'm is the it. Zone. This is, yeah. This is where you this pray ground for, zero. for everything <laughs> yeah, that you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like praying there and then I finished praying and then I look and I'm like, I'm going to try to get into where he's buried. Like just on like some Scarborough yeah, shit. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to see. This is the Muslim, Muslim version of white girls trying to get back to the, the baby in a concert. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to get back stage. That's what it was, man. You pull it up. But I'm like, I'm you like. You got a have Quran in your head. Yeah. You're walking like, <laughs> take a couple steps. Someone looks, you just stop. You keep reading. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to see. Because the mosque is huge. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like a couple city blocks. I want to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so I go, I'm gonna go see where he's buried. So I go, go get a little closer and I got as close as possible. And this area was like almost like fenced off. Like you had to go around this different entrance. So I went out into the courtyard or like the back of the mosque where, where he's buried. And then there was like a long lineup to get in. So I'm like, my plan was to get in this line and then use, I'm gonna use my phone to show them the access for for the next day, like my pass gotcha. for the next day. And maybe they're not going to read the date. I'm just going to show it quick. Just show some good energy. Yeah. And they're just going to let me in. Yeah. It's pretty solid plan. That's it. Yeah, right? it's a solid plan. And then if they go, hey, and I go, oh, my goodness, sorry, I thought it was today. I could step out. Yeah, yeah. Harmless. Or be very humble and hope they make an exception. That's right. That's <laughs> right. But there's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So I stand in this line. I go, I go, I get a little bit closer, show the first guard. Guard sees, okay, come on in. I go, oh, yo, I'm going in. So I get past <laughs> this guard. You just lied to go see the problem. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, I get, so you go. I get past him and then there's another guard. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to get booked. Yeah. Second guard, show him with confidence. He goes, all right, come on in. I go, oh my God, this is happening. So then I think I'm walking to the door, but then I see a third line and that third line, there's these two Saudi guys dressed in like the, you know, the, the, the head bouncers, the, the, the head bouncers and yeah. the, you know, the, and I'm like, these guys look like authority. Yeah. Like they look like official, yeah. you know, the other guys were just like dressed in army outfits. Gotcha. So I go, okay, I walk in and, uh, and I walk up to them and I show this guy my phone. He's like, Bokra, tomorrow. He's like, get out of line. It's tomorrow. Right away, he right away he saw it. And I was like, oh man. I go, really? I act all confused. I was like, oh, I didn't know, man. He's like, he's like, let's go tomorrow. Barra, you know, he's like, get out of line. Yeah. I go, okay, okay. So I get out of line. And then as I'm walking away, I look, I see another line. So I go, let me get into that second line. <laughs> so I sneak, not taking I sneak no for back answer. in, yeah, I stand yeah. in the second line and I get closer, closer, show the other side of the guy, hoping that this guy would be oblivious. Boom, sniped again. He's like, Barra, we can't. Tomorrow, Bukra, Bukra, Bukra. I go, go. I go, come on, man. He's like, Bukra, and he's getting aggressive. <laughs> I go, dude, I made up this whole story. Yeah, I made up this whole story. I was like, look, man, my plane leaves tomorrow. It didn't, it left in like two days. Yeah. I was like, it leaves tomorrow. I came all the way from Toronto, from Canada. Yeah. Let me in, man. I'll be in there for two minutes. Yeah. I goes, okay, fine. This guy lets me in. Like, I kind of like plead with yeah. him a little. He's like, no, no, no. And then I plead with him. And then he's like, all right, cool. So this guy lets me in. 
I walk in and this guy goes, uh, and then I hear some other voice go, yeah, 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 Muammar. Muammar, like you just made an Umrah. Yeah, so yeah. they call you a Muammar. Yeah, Muammar, yeah, Muammar. This guy yells. I go, oh shit. So I was like trying to avoid it because I thought this guy would be calling me out. But I was like, all right, I got to turn around. I turn around and I look, buddy, this one of these army guys, he's like, hey, take this guy with you. And I, I look at the guy next to him and the guy next to him is this old man. And he's looking at me, he's like, take this old man with you inside, like guide him. Yeah. And I look at him, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, he's blind. You got to guide him in. So I'm like, Damn. yo, I'm going to get bare has an ass. I'm getting, I'm locking in heaven yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. I just canceled out yeah. these lies. <laughs> I definitely canceled out the lies. I'm like, whatever sins I've committed in yeah. life, I'm yeah. like, I'm taking this yeah. old blind guy like, in. I'm on my back. Yeah. I'm like, link up, bro. So this guy links up on my arms. I start walking with him. I, he goes, hey, salam alaikum. I go, hey, man, what's your name? This guy's Sheikh Ali. Oh, I was like, shit. I was like, wait, you're a Sheikh? He's like, yeah, man. I got my scholar. Yeah. I'm like, he's got, he's got his own mom mosque in egypt damn and i'm like bro Duh. pray for me let's just get in there yeah. i want all the good deeds man pray he's like of course brother of course so we start talking tell my name is muhammad yeah. oh mashallah buddy and i got in i prayed with this guy and i'm like this guy was blessed energy i've never got such good energy from someone in my life yeah and this guy just prayed for me and i'm like yeah man i'm praying always with listing him. off the door all Perfect. of them man i'm like that's what like, i need man yeah that's there's like You'll hang out with imams or, or at functions, and uh, Muslims will always uh, list off du'a, which is like prayers to God. Like they're almost like, it's almost like a trance. Yeah. Rabbana this, Rabbana that. Like yeah. God, please do this. God, please do this. And like, the the ones who work at mosques, the ones who like uh, lead Friday prayers and like tarawih and stuff, they know the. Rabbana, like the the, the dua that's long. Oh the, yeah, that buy the book. Rabbana, this and this, it's long. Yeah, they're doing like health, family, friends, work, protection, life, afterlife. Yeah. Every they're rifling yeah. these off, and you're just like, I mean, I and mean. he and they're and they're very like like they're known in Islam to be very close to God. And in addition to that, he's old, like. Prayers from an old person. And blind, bro. And blind. Have you read a book and that doubles shit. anything? Yeah. Dude, I got the perfect. The I don't blind, know. like, <laughs> scholar, priest, imam. Yeah, we chatted up. He's like, tell me about the village that he lives in in Egypt. He's like, when you come down, he's like, he's like, you're always welcome in my house. And not just you, anyone you know that's coming down. Our house is open for everybody. And I'm like, I am going to check you <laughs> the second I come to Egypt, bro. And he's like promise and i was like yeah man inshallah that, and i was like let's go that's that moment and he probably won't forget it too never if i go to egypt i'm yeah. going to that guy's house yeah 100 like you actually got the info i got his info i recorded an audio note i was like hey man i don't i'm not i don't know the address in arabic but yeah. i'm gonna record you saying where you live uh, yeah i was like tell me where it's you like live yeah yeah he's like this he's like you get off the bus stop he's like you ask he's like you take the other bus to this village yeah. you ask for sheikh ali everybody knows me in this town he's like it's the only mosque he's like you come down that's you awesome i'm like bro just go to Ma like egypt and playing that to a guy the guy's like not none of this is real <laughs> none of this is or like sheikh ali there's goes, like 16. no matter he's a sheikh ali he yeah. died 60 years ago oh no. like, oh, what the, is ghost, this? the ghost story <laughs> the blind sheikh ali he died 75 years yeah. ago Dude, there, there yeah. were so many of those moments. A part of me was like, man, is this guy even real right now? Dude, that's so... But there is a vibe to it. There really is. Like, yeah. That's why it 
religion just sticks through the times. They, I feel like whatever people like um, worship, as long as they do it in a congregation, this new level is achieved. Yeah. Like anytime I used to, back in the day when I used to, when I grew up in London, I'd be like fasting Ramadan and like the last 10 days of Ramadan are called Laylatul Qadr. Yeah. So it's like there's a day within that last 10 days, there's a day that's supposed to be truly amazing. So everyone in those last 10 days is on their best behavior and they're at the mosque a lot and they're reading Quran and all that stuff. And I remember hanging out in the mosque during those 10, like I used to hang around at the mosque a lot. And those 10 days, just the vibes, man. Yeah. Just the vibes. There is, there truly is an energy. And something like, happens. Everyone man. is like on their best, truly on their best. And like the mosque kind of emptied out, like it'll empty out between Maghrib and uh, Aisha prayer. Yeah. And there's like a couple hours where it's just like along the perimeter, there's people reading Qurans. Oh, yeah. And there's just this silence. And what, and I love ceiling fans. Yeah. I love, since and there's I, so many in there. The most, I always have the most. I don't know. I swear to God, I was young at one point. I don't know if I'm really religious or I just love the ceiling fans. Especially it's not a, like a Jamaan prayer oh, right under a ceiling fan money. and being like, I mean, they're holding it long. Bro, I could just die in that moment. The ceiling fan is Everybody right ends, you're like, me. Yeah, I used to. That's what all the kids do. They want to be the last man. Yeah. But there really, really is a vibe. Listen, man, anytime and I could imagine life, it in Saudi, in oh, Medina. Buddy, be any, like next level. Anytime in my life I like committed to praying a lot, magic has happened. And it might not apply to everybody, man, but I can just say personally for me, man, a few years ago, I locked in for Ramadan. Every year I lock in for Ramadan. But that one year, I was so consistent. I was like, you know what, man? I'm I'm just the whole month I cut off everybody. I cut off was social that the new media. Year? That one that yeah, year, yeah, yeah, yeah. that buddy. And I was like, I don't know, probably like five years in the comedy. Yeah. Trying to get on the Nubian show, which for anyone that doesn't know, it's like, you know, a show that like Chris Rock's been on and Dave Chappelle and, and Patrice O'Neill and all these big comics have performed on this show. And have they actually? Yeah. No way. Dude, I, like Kevin Hart used to drive all the way for, I think it was like from, from Philly, Philly. Yeah. Just to do a spot for like 20 bucks or yeah. 60 bucks or something. And this guy, and, and like, so it's, it's been around for like 25 years. The show's so legendary. And then like, so I've been trying to get on the show for like such a long time. And that year I locked in for Ramadan, bro. And I kept praying, I kept praying, I kept praying. And like at the end of Ramadan, I got on and I was fasting. And I remember before I got on stage, I was like, I, I got like, I had to break my fast. And my mom and my brother came out to the show and I ran into the crowd, grabbed a couple of dates, just broke my fast, <laughs> sipped some water. Nibbled, yeah. And I hit the stage yeah. and it was like one of the biggest kills of my life. My mom had only seen me at like shitty bar shows before that. Yeah. So she'd be, I'd be like, mom, come see me at the show. And she would come and there'd be three drunk people yeah, yeah, yeah. in this like dirty basement that smells like piss. And she would like, you know, on the drive home, she'd be like, this is what you want with your life. You want to <laughs> perform for drunk people. You know this, you, you know? And she would just be like, what? And I did the Nubian show that night, sold out, like probably like a good 350 people. It was like oversold. People are jammed, standing. standing. Yeah, yeah. And I killed so hard. And with these crowds, it's like when they laugh, they laugh. Yeah. People were clapping. It was like, there's a little clip on YouTube of me like just pausing in this like big applause break. And I stopped and I turned around and I put my face in my hand. And it's a solid like 20, 30 seconds of just laughter of me waiting for them to calm down. 
Bro, my mom cried. My mom witnessed this and she bawled. She uh, couldn't believe that this was happening. Like just from like the shit bar son shows. Could create yeah. this reaction. Oh man! And from then on, the the vibe changed. She was like, you could tell she believed in the the. the, the she she saw it. She saw, she the, saw vision. the thing and She's, the vision. Yeah. yeah, she was like, okay, I see what you're doing. She still was like, you have to go to school. You have to get degree, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. I got it for. Yeah. I was like, all right, here's your degree. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, can yeah. I go back to making people laugh now? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yes, do it like that. Is it like that yeah. night again? You're like, yeah. Every the, next, night. the next night I'm back, back in the basement. The, <laughs> <laughs> the guy's just pissing on the ground next to you like, we knew you'd be back. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's what comedy is. Yeah, right? dude. It's dude, like, Winnipeg. I come back from Winnipeg. It's like 300 people. I tell you, like, I have an amazing set. I'm so nervous, but I have an amazing set. Uh, like, it ends on an applause break. I'm so happy. I come back that Saturday. I come back to Toronto Sunday, and I go to three shows trying to get a guest spot, thinking, like, I got that Winnipeg buzz, <laughs> you know? Like, yo, Playboy just got back from Winnipeg. Like, that's how I, yeah. bro, I got rejected at everyone. Oh, like, yeah. Like, they're like, well, you want to do guest spot? No, dude, there's no room. I was oh. like, I was going to open mics that like the list is capped. I was like, fuck. Oh. Dude, nothing, nothing. Wonder, I'm like back to reality. Quick. I wonder if there's like a level of like bitterness behind that. I bet you like a part it's of it. It's been weird stuff. It's been weird a little yeah, bit. People, you know what, man? And that's the funny thing. It's like in the beginning, when I first do, started doing stand up, I would sometimes see like people that I perform with all the time get these festivals. Excuse me. And I would get like almost like not, you know, not jealous, but I'm like, man, like why them and not me? Like I had this attitude. Like yeah. I was like, well, it's just it's so natural. Well, it's human. well, it is. But also like the more, you know, you do stand up and the more you're in it, the more I learned that, like, you know what? Just be happy for people who get it, because if it was me in their position, I want people to be happy for me. Yeah. I don't want anybody envious. I don't want anybody to be jealous. I want them to be happy and celebrating for me. So so then when like I started being happier for people and that changed the dynamic of my career. It changed stand up altogether. You see your homies getting festivals, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. Because we're all doing shows together. Yeah, you know what it was? And it's kind of like the dynamic of like. It's the rising tide raises all ships. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Like, you know, sometimes you're watching like the NBA playoffs, and you're watching the, the championship game, game seven or something, and it's two teams that are not your city. But you still watch the game and you still see that, you know, once the team wins and they're getting to raise the Larry O'Brien trophy or the championship Is that what trophy, it's called? the Larry O'Brien. Yeah. So weak. Sounds like a terrible stand up yeah, Toronto yeah. comic. The wor- yeah. They're like the first great white basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> Larry <laughs> O'Brien. Larry O'Brien. Back when the yeah. Irish were killing yeah. it. I heard he's doing absolute this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Larry O'Brien. But dude, it's like you watch that and you see like LeBron lift that cup or that championship trophy and you're like, I'm happy to see that. That must be such a sick feeling. Oh, that's like triumph. Yeah. It's almost like the most positive version of like winning wars. Yeah. It almost looks like a winning a war in like a trophy form, like Stanley Cup. Well, that's whatever it. it is. Yeah. The that, World oh, Cup. Yeah. That moment. But you're you're like, see, but you see it. You see it, and then you go. It makes you happy. You're not. You're not LeBron James. You're not even anywhere close to that city, you know. But you're still happy to see it. So when I see my boys 
winning and getting this thing, I'm so happy because I'm like, yo, this guy's raising that cup right now. It's, Fuck yeah, dude. You know, let's go. Let's go. That's raise it sick, higher. Yeah, Speak a, louder, that's man. That's a sick way to put it. Right? Like, Why am I going to sit here and just be like, oh, I didn't like, no, nah, man, it's not my time. It's not my time. My time's going to come at some point. If it's written for me, it's going to come. If it course, doesn't, dude. I'm still going to keep You're it. one of those killers that it's like. Thanks, man. It's like. You should have done it way before me. I mean, let's just be honest. Hey, I don't know. I mean, let's just be honest. It's just not my let's time. Let's just be honest. But I didn't even submit for Winnipeg. <laughs> okay, okay, there you go. I mean, that's what it is. I'm the guy, I'm like cutting the clip and like writing the email. Please see attached link for your consideration. But you know what I mean? Like I do that follow-up thing, yeah. right? That's 80% of it, it seems to be. You man, know what I there's mean? There's been years that I've submitted and I never got picked. And you're and, like, fuck it. And I was like, oh, man. And this year I wanted to. I just didn't get a tape out in time and I missed the deadline. But it wasn't like. like you're not, I, yeah, you're not like dying yo, to be like, please. Like, when I saw your name on that, mm. I you remember I, I was like, yo, this is sick, bro. bro. This is the, like the homie getting his dues, man. Let's go. Let's go. Dude, but like, and that's my first thing. This is like my first thing out of you know they call it major festival whatever it is yeah. whatever you want to call it like taping whatever it is this is the first this is the only one i've had and it's been great and i'm not a big talker you know people think see me on the podcast and be like whoa you're so extra i'm not I mean, when i show up to a set i'm not like yo what's up you know what i mean you probably won't even know i'm there until you see me and then it's like you know what i mean it's all like i'm one-on-one -on -one with people you won't even know that i'm there until you see me and you smell me it's lv, LV. <laughs> That's pretty much. I feel like every tour, or, or anytime you tour with someone, there's there's a line that is repeated over and over and over. Any trip, if there's a song you kill over and over. Yeah. Immigrant section tour was fucking nail tech by Jack Harlow. Jack like, Harlow. Like smell me, that's and then LB. everyone be like that's LV. Yeah. And then we just continue driving six more <laughs> and say it a hundred times again. But you know what was weird? I came back from it, and there's been weird vibes. Yeah. The yeah. vibes are weird. Some people, yo, like you, yo, what's up? And I got a bunch of messages. Like that showed me who the like real ones were. The people who like hit me up. The well, that's it. called me, texted me, messaged me. I'm like, yo, sick, sick. I fuck yeah, sick. Love them. And then other people I got back, yo, congrats on that. Sick, sick, sick. And I'm not even looking for it. No. No. And then there's people who are like, Let's say there's three people, two people would be like, yo, yo, congrats, yo, this weekend, it's like Sunday or Monday, the day after. And then the third person would be like, what, what happened? And then you'd be like, oh, we just got from Winnipeg. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, Bro, you knew, dude. <laughs> you knew, dude. Yeah. Why you really want to be that guy right now? They're in that headspace. Like, what did you, dude? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Like, yeah. come on, you, come on. Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah. They're trying, right? they're trying, you know what it is, man? They're trying. I think those people have not reached that point of like, hey, I'm going to be happy for someone's success. They're at that point of why not me? And that's growth. And, and, and you know, those people, it's like, God bless them. And maybe one day it's going to be their time. And that would be great. But it's just they haven't mentally reached the point of thinking about something other than them, about seeing the bigger picture. Exactly, dude. It's like, you know, like when you come out with me, it's like, yo, Mo is my certified headliner in Canada, tours. That guy's with me. When I come out with you, it's like, yo, this guy did Winnipeg. You know, he's got a credit. He's a, he's a legit, he's done the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these are legitimate people, like, per the industry, per what they've done, per their actions, right? So it's like, now we're all going as a collective. 
Now the show's got this guy who headlines all over the place. This guy did Winnipeg. That guy did Halifax. That guy dropped an album. You know what I mean? It's just not big. Just like, how did he drop an yeah. album? How did he do Winnipeg? How is he getting all those? How is he getting those runs in in the in the in the West? He's not even fun. Like all this hate. Yeah. It's like, and then it's individual if you just are obsessed with yourself. Yeah. But then no show, no comedy show is one person unless no. it's a one man show, and that's a fucking that's a different thing completely. <laughs> yeah. But like no show you're gonna go to at least you're gonna see an opener and a headliner. Yeah. At yeah. least it's a two man two person operation. <clears throat> Yeah. And when that headliner sees their opener, like, get a big thing, they're like, fuck yeah. And when that opener sees that, like, imagine you're opening for Chappelle and the Chappelle wins the Mark Twain prize. You're like, God damn, yo, you keep killing But even thing. if he doesn't win, it's like, I open for Chappelle. Exactly. Dude. But to just see it, like, like, it's all love. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I'm involved in this thing too. Right. Like rising tide raises all ships where it's not just like, fuck, he, he's at a, re you know, it's like, you know, you're all in it. Or if you have that famine mentality, then it kind of splits you up a little bit from people. Yeah. It it makes you an island. Like why why not? Like when you let that bitterness take over, you just become this island of like yeah. this and yeah, like the, we're talking about the Juno Awards. It's like she wasn't gonna win if she's the Asian or or like but or I she, think she's hilarious. I think I think she's hilarious. I think everybody on that nomination, everybody on that nomination, in my opinion, deserved to win. There's obviously people that I'm closer with like is like, this the one Jarrett won a couple years ago? We're talking about the Juno Comedy uh, Canadian Awards. I'm not too sure. I don't. I don't. Or what's his name? Mahesh won it, right? Yeah, Dave yeah. won it. Yeah. Dave won it, and I'm not too sure who else won it. But to me, it's like even just being nominated is huge. Yeah. To be nominated as like you know that's, that's a credit. Yeah, to that's be a, credit. a Juno yeah. nominee. Yeah, that's to, a credit. That's like the top Canadian. Like it doesn't get higher than that in Canada. So just to have your name as a nominee, you know, and and obviously like the the list of nominations, Keith Pedro, yeah, Keith is a beast, yeah, uh, Gavin Stevens, amazing, Hisham Kaladi, hilarious, you know, like uh, and and um, uh, you know uh, Andrea Jens, like I saw her at Just for Laughs this past year, killed it, killed it. So I think they're all deserving of a Juno, but unfortunately the way it works is like got to pick one. Which I think is just like, just name the winner right away. <laughs> we know. I, I mean, know. the nominee is nice, but also imagine can, that's like reaching the finals. And then they're like, yeah, but you didn't win. You got to the finals, though. And you're like, ah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think they're all winners, man. There's so much to celebrate and there's so much to to, to, to give credit for like all these. Was Rita up for that too? Was that a Juno? I or? don't think so. Maybe, maybe. Was it last year? I don't know if he got nominated for a Juno, but that's, again, it's not it's not just about the festivals. It's not the the whole purpose of the comedy game is to keep your feet moving. You can yeah. you got Winnipeg, right? And now it's like you're not done. I could literally like if I stop right now, yeah. it could it could all just go away. Yeah. It'll be like I have w maybe 6 months of people will be like, "Oh, headline my thing or do come to a spot." And and if I just only do the things people hit me up for, then the six months after that will be even less. One year from now, I'll be like, people are like, is he still doing, con like, this is nothing unless you continue forward, you know? Yeah. Literally, it's nothing. Well, staying relevant, staying relevant, because then you see those old comics, the guys that are like 50, 60 years old. And they've done all of the things. They've done everything. Like they've been on like, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Johnny Carson or whatever. They've been yeah. on all these like old daytime TV shows. Like, that's like equivalent to being on Conan. Yeah. And then now there's just like, 
yeah, they're just like bitter, or you're, you're like, dude, you stop being relevant. Yeah, exactly. You stop loving comedy. That's what happens. You're doing it for a paycheck. You stop being like, you know what? I'm actually enjoying making people laugh. And as long as you keep that vision, as long as you, why did you get into comedy? You made your homies laugh. These, the, that old school shit just gets, they get so jaded. with that. Oh, I, But I could see at the same time. Dude, as the road honest. is brutal. Yeah, exactly. Like if you look at like what comedy is, yeah. 30 years of this, man, no. it'll fucking, unless you really elevate with how you should, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Unless you get your dues for, uh, or you pay your dues and you reap the rewards of it. Yeah. Because otherwise, you just fucking get bitter, and it's not a beautiful industry by any means. In fact, it's one of the ugliest industries I've so ever ugly. seen. It's ugly. Do it on. That's why you got to do it on your terms. Do it on your terms. Do the things that you want to do. Don't do. I mean, look. There's obviously going to be opportunities or whatever. But if you don't feel it, like following your gut is such a big part of it. But it's like, I look. I've done shows all over Canada. But like there are certain spots that I'm like, I'm never going to come back here because the vibe is just off, <laughs> you know, any anything in like. And that's OK. Yeah. <laughs> small town, Alberta. Yeah. Like, hey, man, I love Alberta. Yeah. Edmonton, Calgary, you know, uh, Red Deer, even, you know, Medicine yeah. Hat. Yeah. What's what's the where's Ferris from? Ferris pussy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Would you be surprised if that was a where, place? Where is he from? Ferris Hataya, the 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 Sudanese guy. Is uh, it that one place that has a. Uh, uh, the one place that has the plant that has all the African immigrants? I don't know. No, it's like it's like a college town. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, where Banff? No, Banff. No, not in Banff, <laughs> but somewhere in Alberta. I keep forgetting. The, Jasper? No, not Jasper. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. real, but it's a small college town. Is it cool to and perform I, there? And it's so cool. Yeah. It's because it's like diversity yeah. in the middle of this like just bare like oil working. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like real, blue collar. Blue collar, yeah. roughneck type yeah. deal. But, but you know. Those places I'll go to, but then there's other places that you go to and they just want to laugh at you because you're not white. You're like a zoo animal. Yeah, yeah, you show up like, dude, I did. Like I did, a lemur. You might as well be a yeah. lemur. <laughs> it wasn't, I didn't do Fort McMurray. I did Grand, <laughs> I went to Grand Prairie yeah. just this past, this year. I remember you were talking about Grand Prairie. But I walked on stage, first thing, hey, you look like Luigi. And I was like, oh, thanks, Here man. we go. No, no, he doesn't look like Luigi. He looks like Cheech. From Cheech and Chong. And I was like, cool, man, thanks. Uh, anyway, so, guys, it's good to be here. Yeah, Tate, it's my wife's birthday. Make fun of her. And I was like, do you want to just stop talking <laughs> so I can tell the jokes that I got paid to do here? Like, Oh, my God. So Those fucking shows. Dude. I'm not, I don't want to go back. That place does nothing for me. I know, right? And, and those guys, the old comics, they're bitter because they do it because they have to do it. Because there's a road built. There's yeah. pretty much all these like runs that bookers have built. And bookers are like agents of this world where it's like so many in every industry. There's a group of people who like are bottom feeding organisms. Yeah. Who they're like, there's a lot of talented people around here that don't know how to facilitate something. So how about I set it up and just skim a little from all of them, you know what I mean? Like, and then it's just terrible runs where it's like, and they don't do comedy, so they don't know, no. and they don't get feedback, and they don't improve the show. It's just like, hey, this show will, it's a bar and we'll get 200 people out there. And it's like, it's like, can we get a spotlight there? It's lit crazy, there's no security. It's like, nah, that's, 
you, they'll never like they, they don't care about they that. They want to fight you. Next guy, yeah, exactly. They keep fighting the headliners here. <laughs> How come and every headliner is getting jumped? There's yeah. no one's doing anything. I know, man. It's crazy. they're like, oh yeah, because because their mind is, yeah, you're gonna be gone. I'll let the next person can worry about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this like transient type of thing. That's the thing with comedy too. It's it's packed with so many transients that shitty standards are like common because they'll be yeah. like, you're not coming back, you're gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in, in an office, if my chair is fucked, fix the chair, I gotta come back tomorrow, right? Yeah. But in comedy, it's like, dude, it's probably one off. It's like a hell gig and you just go to the next hell thing and, and hope and you're just praying as you <laughs> drive. Like, I hope it, this one's good. Yeah, build it, build it on your own terms, man. Stop, stop doing, not not you, but just to everyone doing stand-up. Like, just build it on your own terms. You don't have to do these gigs for success. Success could mean so many different things. It could mean getting a festival. It could mean being a headliner. Dude, it could mean just having a big following. And and you can just show up any place. Uh, there is co comedians in Quebec that do French comedy, it, just French. And those guys make over 100,000 a year just in Quebec. Oh, I know. And they're they're not they don't do English sets and that's their bread and butter. They, they kill it. Kill it. The whole culture over there is like first of all, they're like they're that like support our own yeah. culture big time and the French have comedy more intertwined with like fucking like, it'll be like a birthday party, get a comedian. A wedding, get a comedian. Yeah. Whereas here it's like, it's a birthday party, get get, get a rapper or yeah. get a juggler. You know, <laughs> we have like, a, it's not standard to have a comedian here. In no. fact, it's rare sometimes, right? Dude, I got booked this year. <laughs> My boy uh, gave me a call. It's like a fellow comic and he's like, hey man, I got this dude's 58th birthday <laughs> in Forest Hill, super rich area. And he's like, uh, it's his birthday. Uh, you gotta go on and do 30 minutes. I go, cool, man. Uh, so who am I going with? He's like, nobody. I go, what? He's like, yeah, it's just you. I go, okay. Uh, cool, man. He's like, yeah, do you wanna do it? <laughs> Gives me the price. I think, I don't remember how much it was, but it was good money. And <laughs> Your I go, eyeballs literally turned to dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Of course, that's how, hey, man, how, how rough could it be? This guy's 58th birthday, you know, show up, roast him a little bit. Man, I show up. The girl calls me, his wife. She's like, okay, it's supposed to be a surprise. You know, it's his 58th like, birthday. The passcode is 7758. Yeah, like, what? yo, it was that vibe, you <laughs> yeah. know? She's like, I'm like, okay, send me more information about him because I'm trying to like, you know, roast yeah, this guy yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. So then I show up, I'm parking my car. She calls me, she's like, hey, are you here yet? I go, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just parking my car. She's like, okay, so coming through the side entrance of the house. It's a and surprise. She goes, yeah, she goes, she goes, uh, you're double, you're double vaxxed, right? And now I am, but back then it was just like, you know, it was like only one vax. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm single. She's like, oh. Uh. She goes, okay, so how about we do this? She goes, she goes, you can- Do 15 minutes instead of 30. <laughs> no, buddy, I wish. She goes, you're gonna stand outside on the back patio and we're all gonna be inside. So you're With gonna the be- screen door closed? Dude, I didn't, I didn't ask. I go, sure, no problem. With the amount of money they were giving me, I was like, buddy, yeah, I'll perform yeah. across the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yell my jokes out yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah. So, dude, I show up, I, 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 I go, oh, I go, wait, so, okay, no problem. She goes, yeah, there's older people here. They're more susceptible. I go, no problem, I understand. She goes, uh, I go, wait, is there a microphone? She goes, no. And I go, okay. Um, does anyone know there's gonna be a comedy show? And she goes, no. <laughs> no. She, she goes, no, it's a surprise. 
People of the world, if there's one before I die in my life, if there's one message people need to understand is no one likes surprise comedy. No, no one wants surprise comedy. If you have a, a plan of ever having surprise comedy, it is going to go the opposite. Like that is a, a surprise comedy without a microphone oh. is like, I can't even describe that. That's almost like. That's a dude walking into a dude's <laughs> yes. house and be like, hey, you guys want to hear some jokes? You're like, That's no. So uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all well to do. <laughs> You've got a beanie. Oh. You're yelling. <laughs> dude, I even showed up. I showed up with like, I, I stopped by a bakery. I was like, I got to show up with something in my head. That's so Arab, like, right? Arab in me. Yeah. I was like, because I'm, I'm just a dude. Yeah. This guy doesn't know me. Yeah. So if I'm going to show up, and in addition, to that this guy's jewish i'm muslim like the 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 the, the we couldn't be more opposite yeah, he's 58 yeah. i'm not 58 so it's just all these things and bro i showed up and i'm like okay here goes nothing immediately when she said it's a surprise i'm like it's gonna it's gonna i'm gonna i'm this gonna die about, i'm about yeah i'm, I'm about, about to, to sweat off six pounds for up. half an hour <laughs> i don't have to go to the gym tomorrow <laughs> that's for sure dude, dude i show up i go I, I go to the back door it's a it's like 10, 10 people. The average age range is anywhere between like 50, mid 50s to late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. The it's white like, hair crowd. Yeah, man. They're like in their like mid 50s. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, yeah, about five to 10 people there. I would say like, yeah, probably like eight people there. So I show up, I knock on the, and then they all look and they see this, like they see me, yeah, mustache, buddy, everything. I'm just standing at the back door behind the, behind the screen you door. You want comedy? Buddy, one lady just kind of started, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. She was fully dressed, but she was still holding her clothes. <laughs> I, I, just, uh, as if she's wearing a nightgown. Yeah. She's all locking she's it like, up. And then the lady, she, the, the one who booked me, comes and she goes, oh, hey, uh, guys, uh, surprise. Doesn't say who Com I am. Doesn't just say says, comedy? Just says surprise. Like these people know who I am. <laughs> and she goes, so? Tell them. I go, uh, hey, uh, I don't want to say her name, but she goes, you know, uh, this we'll, we'll, we'll Madison. We'll, yeah, we'll call him, we'll call her Madison. I'm like Madison here booked me. I heard it's uh, you know, this person's 58th. I'm a comedian, so I came to tell you guys some jokes. Oh and they're like, oh, uh, okay. So they're like, uh, she's like, 30 okay. minutes too. She's like, gather around. Yeah. So they all sit down. I go, hey, man, by the way, I brought you a couple of pieces of cake and, you know, cannolis. And <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's so sweet. I Put go, them off to the side, deep, deep yeah, to that I bar let, table. Buddy, I should have let the cannolis be my closer because yeah. they, as an opener, <laughs> I killed my best bit off the top. Yeah, yeah. That was the highlight of the yeah. set, the cannolis. <laughs> Halfway through, you realize you're you're doing the bit. No, Mike, you're like you're doing this with your hands. You're thinking, "Fuck, I should have closed with it. Should have held the cannolis till the end." But I didn't know what to do with my hands. I was resting on the door frame. They first when I started performing, she had the screen door closed, and then I was like, uh, "So you were literally on the other side." I was outside on the patio, screen door closed. Was it cold? It was. It was kind of cold. I kept my jacket on. For <laughs> <laughs> and then, dude, the, the birthday guy sat down and like five, ten minutes in, he's like, honey, open the screen door. I was like, thank you, man. I yeah. appreciate it. But just. They're all just like. <laughs> they're all dead in a second. Like it's anthrax. <laughs> there were so many parallels between like 
like, you know, you think about me, a Muslim guy, outside the door, Jewish, inside, not letting me in the house, yeah. screen door closed. Okay, but we'll let the screen door open, but you stay outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there were so many parallels between Palestine the and only, Israel. I was going to say, the only weird thing would have been, the only weird thing would have been if you were Palestinian. If yeah. you were Palestinian. Dude, I asked, I was doing, I was trying to do crowd work. I go, hey, so where are you guys from? And I pointed at, like, this old lady that was sitting in this, like, chair. You Jerusalem. Could have, she, she was, yeah, she was like, I'm Israeli. And I was like, hey, man. And it's all love, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, we never said it wasn't. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, like sweating. I was like, I don't know what to say, dude. That's so awkward, for, for dude. 30, for 30 minutes, all I was was the, the launch pad to their own conversations. So I'd be like, hey, man. So I was walking down the street the other day. And, and this guy, they had like a guy who was like the loud mouth of the group. He's like, oh, walking down the street, eh? Hey, Brian, remember that time we were walking down the street the other day and then we saw that drunk guy and I'm just standing at the door waiting for them to finish? <laughs> and I go, yeah, okay, cool. Anyway, so I was No walking. microphone, so you have no command of Dude, the room. it's conversation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. just giving them topics to talk about. And I'm like, all right, anyways, man. So, uh, you know, I was at my, I was visiting my mom the other day. Hey man, I remember when I went to my mom's house, this guy starts <laughs> yeah. talking. Hey Stevie, you remember about mom's house? Dude, she made us, oh. Yeah, but really, though. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, dude, <laughs> my closer, I don't remember what my closer. You took out a gun and shot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great, enjoy the cannolis. <laughs> My closer was like concerning to them. I did my closer and they're like, oh, oh, and I'm waiting for like an applause break, waiting for something. I go, yeah, anyways, man, the 30 minutes somehow, because I was waiting for them to stop talking, 30 stretched into a 45 minute set of just, okay, cool. Yeah. Anyways, trying to do my jokes, yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing. And then at the end, she like paid me and I was like sick. She tipped me and then. And then she gave me uh, a couple of pieces of pizza, which I knew were dope because she's Jewish, kosher. I'm like, perfect, no yeah. pork. Yeah. And then and then she gave me a couple of the cannolis. She's like, take some of these with you. And I go, no, that's for you. No, 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 please, please. Like, oh, thank you so much. So I made the paycheck and I got in my car, man. And I had the pizza and I was happy about the food, but I felt the so soul. dirty. Yeah, the soul. I went home and I showered <laughs> and I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> Who am I? Why am oh I doing this God. to myself? Bro, uh, I get uh, I get reached out to do a comedy show for a sales team. Oh, no. 9 a.m. before they start work. No, no seriously? I swear to God, listen no. to this. 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> So I, I, I've been to so many of those types that I, I ask up front. I'm like, there's a microphone, right? She's like, no, there's no microphone. I'm like, well, uh, give me like an extra hundred bucks and I'll, I'll bring a mic and an amp. And she goes, oh, we'll, we'll facilitate that. <laughs> so I show up, it's a fucking pharmaceutical company. Okay, it's they sell a numbing cream. So I watched The Wolf of Wall Street the day before to get into sales. I thought it'd be a room full of white guys, like shark <laughs> salespeople that I could just go hard on. You know what I mean? Make coke jokes, be like, you, none of you got into the NHL, sorry. Ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just go in. I thought it'd be fun, dude. Yeah. Dude, it was like all these like very diverse, shy girls who are like, it's like eight of them. It's only girls and one ponytail guy is the admin. They call ph pharmacies and they try to sell this cream. I'm sitting there, they, they, they come sit, it's at their staff room. They have couches set up and a TV. They all sit on the couch right in front of me. I stand in front of the TV and they bring that, the very, very cheap 
karaoke machine no. that when you plug in the very thin mic oh. and it's like, you know what I mean? Like hear it. Yeah, you can't hear it. It's brought beaming lights coming oh, in. It's God. morning. They haven't started work yet. <laughs> this just woke I up. Pushed it. I, I pushed it. I was like, uh, I was like, nine is crazy. She's like, we can do 10. That's the latest. Let's do 10 then. Fuck. Nine is crazy. But I was made a joke. I was like, I've never set an alarm to go to a stand up. You know, you know what I mean? But bro, so I tell her in advance, tell me about, you know, coworkers, this and that. So I can, you know, you know, be like, who's this? I can just shit on them. The fucking owner of the guy, the owner of the place comes late. The owner, first of all, she told me before she even hired me. She said, the owner said that uh, he thinks it's stupid. We're hiring a comedian and he wants to do the show himself. But he can really take a joke, though. So this, oh, is what, this, is the no. this fucking like lanky brown fuck with like a man bun comes in oh like halfway through my set. Cocky as fuck, bro. Oh He's like the business owner. He comes in with a little cat, a cat and a fucking cat thing. He sets it down. Wait, he, what? He had a cat? He had a cat. He, like, it's like a new age office with like, there's a cat. He brought a cat. I like don't a know. live cat. A live cat in like- In like a bag? In a very white woman bag. <laughs> like like a white woman going to Cancun <laughs> who frequents Cancun and she needs her, and her cat that needs to be comfortable, like that bag. But he comes in and it's like, and he's sitting far and like, you could, no one really likes this guy. You could tell. Oh no. Because when I start going in on him, they all die laughing at like the kind of demeanor jokes, but but this guy starts heckling me, bro. Straight no. up heckling me. Like cocky heckling. He'll be like, I'll make a joke. I'll be like, he's like brown. I'm like, wait, uh, uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, are you of, uh, like, uh, are you from immigrant parents or like immigrant descent? He's like, everyone's from immigrant descent. Like, oh. okay. And then, and then I'll, I'll, I'll say something else. I'm talking to them, like making fun of sales force or something. And I'd be like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it works. That's exactly how it works. And I was just like, bro, were you an asshole before the man bun or yeah. the man bun? He goes, it's, it's, he, he goes, he was rifled this up. He goes, uh, it's, um, uh, it's a, it's a person bun. He goes, it's a person bun. We don't actually gender the buns. I'm like, man, you guys hate this fucking guy. <laughs> we don't gender guy. the buns. We don't gender the bun. He was so ready. People talk shit about the man bun. Yeah. He had his man bun rebuttal it's right away. It's a gender away. bun. Yeah. He's a genderless bun. We don't gender the bun. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> like, it I sounds like in. a cooking show. Like, first you take out the buns, then you gender the buns before you serve them. <laughs> the f essentially, right? They just stab it with estrogen or <laughs> yeah. testosterone. That's so weird. But this guy heckles till the end, bro. Oh, heckles God. till the end. I do my little closer, and then HR is supposed to, and then he goes and he grabs the money from HR so he could hand it to me after just his final little power, power move, move, little final little power move. And it was just, it was like the weirdest handshake where I was just like, I went in on him too. And he was, he does all his thing via passive aggressive laughs and, and heckles and oh. shit. I was just like, Jesus, this is, and I drove and I got in my car and it was like, I did end up doing like 40 minutes too. They always, and 30 minutes always goes to 40 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Always. yeah. But I was just like, oh, first of all, it was not good money. Oh. You know what I mean? So it was Sold like your soul, bro. Yeah. So I was just like, I mean, if he never showed up, then there was like, 
and it wasn't like I was killing. They're all like shy. Like, ah, I'm like, who's the shark salesperson here? Like, I'm doing this kind of crowd. There's work. potential. There's potential. They're kind of they're laughing. This is awkward. There's one girl's bougie as fuck. Like, looks like the Cardi B. Is up. I'm like, imagine who dates you. Shit. <laughs> Let's get that guy an award, right? Like, And then they're laughing a little. This guy comes in. They all stop right away. Like, their vibe. He kills the vibe. He says far and he's loud and he's fucking just this like, I'm like, oh, and I'm leaving and I'm just like, Oh, and they give me food. This is the worst part, too. They give me food, and it's, like, ready to go. They're like, we'll give you breakfast, too. So they give me the breakfast to go. They're like, you can have a seat and eat here. I'm like, I'm leaving right now. Yeah. Are yeah. you insane? You haven't started your work day. Yeah. After that, you think I'm going to just be like, who are you guys calling right now? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> lingering, like, what? Would you guys, did you guys have fun earlier? That was fun. This is cool workspace, though. Like, yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of here oh. right now. And, it's, and then that's the moment. You're leaving the elevator, and you're just like, your soul's like, I... I took a shower before that. I should have taken one right. You got to take two. one right, dude. These, yeah, the corporate gigs, and those stories. There's no. I think there was maybe a, a handful of times where I've done corporates that were like amazing. Like one time I did a corporate and I found my family doctor in the corporate gig. Actually, like he's my family doctor now. He's like, I've been meaning to call you, mom. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, but he wasn't my family doctor before. It was like I was looking for a family. I was free agent. I didn't have oh, a yeah, family yeah. doctor. Unsigned. Yeah, and I was sitting at the table. I was like, hey man, what do you do? He's like, I'm a family, uh, you know, family physician. I go, man, are you looking for patients? Can I use a young guy, yeah. Filipino dude? Yeah. This guy's the man. Now he's my family dog. And he's legit? He's legit, I love man. It. He's great, you know? I love it. But, you know, there's all these, like, corporate horror stories. Like, remember I did one with, with Faisal Butt, this other Toronto comic? Yeah. <laughs> and it was, like, a comp it was uh, like a, I think it was, like, Remax or something, one of those, like, real estate companies. And it was at an Indian buffet. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to have a party room. You guys are going to perform there. And we go, okay. Dude, we go into the party room. That's where they're all sitting and eating, but we are performing in the hallway between the main restaurant and it's just a tiny little hall and people are walking by with plates. Same thing, karaoke speaker. You gotta move out of the way in the middle of the set. Hey, uh, here's a bucket. Can you pick out the raffle tickets? We're giving away some prizes, like in the middle of my bits. But well, I don't know what the fuck it is that the level of respect if you show up with a microphone or if you show up with a fucking guitar. Yeah. It's like a different thing. It's a different, the the lack of respect for comedians always blows my mind. They just, the general society treats us as if we're like desperately mentally ill broke people oh, yeah. that like you're, just be thankful you're here. <laughs> which they, which we are. <laughs> Yo, absolutely. It's super accurate, Not desperate right? mentally, yeah, yeah, man. Hey, we need but a little bit of work. can you at least treat us like <laughs> regular people? That's all I ask. Yes, we are those things, but like, like you ever, have you ever done a thing that it's musicians and a couple of comedians are in it? Oh, like a variety show? Yeah. Oh, that, that, that's mostly music and yeah. they need some comedy. <sighs> the treatment? Oh my God, dude. First yeah. of all, I did a 10 minute set, got paid 150. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, do you guys know how this works? People don't get this for headlining, like clubs in downtown Toronto. Like, what the fuck? They go, they, I'm show up with my girl. She goes, oh, just t tell the, it's at that uh, Istanbul restaurant in um, uh, Kensington. Oh, Taste no of way. Istanbul or something. Yeah, yeah. It was just, Oh, to tell the chef whatever you want, or whatever you want. And upstairs in the green room, we have a little gift bag for you. And it's like, you go in, there's like goodies. There's no like, way. You can get, have whatever you want from the menu Damn. and your pay. I'm like, this, what is this? All these musicians that like, this does not exist no. for comedy. Once in a while, you get a good gig like that. And you're like, you know what? 
this is nice. I made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like, and then the next day you're back at nothing. Back yeah? in the basement, baby. Back oh, in the dude. basement. <laughs> That's the game, dude. Oh, man. Uh, yo, did you listen to the Kendrick album? I did. So, okay, let's end on that. What do you think about this album? Huh? Uh, <laughs> you were just talking about it before. I love the album. And I just saw a clip on my Insta, on my Instagram of... The N95 music video? The N95 music video. I didn't see the video yet, but the clip that I saw was Kendrick and and is it is it Keem? Have you seen that ninety five music video? No. Yo, yo, yo can no. you put it on? And just uh, yeah. I guess if he, I guess keep it on you, right? And don't keep go, the volume low. I guess if you keep because yeah. this is not gonna get picked up like oh, video yeah. wise. Yeah, yeah. But like, yo, it's sick. Like he opens up with this like Jesus thing. Man, do you watch the um, the the one with the deep fake? Oh Ooh. yeah, yeah the um, the one with Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, yeah, the heart, the yeah, heart part five. That was crazy, huh? But apparently he like he stole that idea from some other guy. Did He's, he? Apparently some other guy did this. Dude, like, all I know is the thing. clip that I saw of this N95 yeah. is when him and Baby Keem are like rapping or whoever it is. And then as he's rapping, Baby Keem turns around and kisses him on the cheek. And I was like, you know what, man? If I was rapping with Kendrick <laughs> in a music video, I would totally try to kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> and if he stops you, you can sue him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, it's, it's like, you know what it is? It's, it's just, <laughs> Look at it's, this shit. Like, I, I think it's straight up like my Egyptian side greeting people and wanting to kiss them on each cheek. I'm like, hey, Habibi Kendrick, Kendrick, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. He's like, oh, he's Egyptian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kendrick, you just gotta play the extra. He, yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick Omar? No, Lamar. Lamar. Oh, okay, <laughs> Habibi, sorry. I thought there was, I have a uncle named Omar. It's like, Kendrick Omar, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you here? Yeah. Look at this shot. Wow. He's just like, this like film. He's got this shit hard. He's got these motherfuckers just running. Did he kiss one of them too? <laughs> Imagine but, me in this music video. Why is he even in this? But man, he like he went full art with this album, huh? He's he's, the, he's dude. He's one of the greatest rappers of our time. Oh, 100 percent. The second he dies, people are gonna be like better than Tupac. Yeah, better than Tupac. Yeah, right yeah. now they can't because yeah. he's alive. You know. But the second I promise you he dies, they'll say he transcended Tupac. But he doesn't even have to be Kendrick. The second anybody dies, it's just immediately top yeah. shelf. Oh man, lost a good one. Just. You know, and you're like, did we really though? You know yeah, what I mean? Right? Was he a good Dude, one? I think about that every time. I was on a flight with, uh, I was uh, coming back from Winnipeg. We hit some this pocket of crazy turbulence, and I was just like, man, if this thing goes down, my podcast is gonna pop. It's gonna hit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like at a level that I could have never created in life. My girl's about to get royalties. Yeah, there. right. Like, no, she was next to me on the plane. Oh, we no. going down, bro. We going down, man. Dude, that's not that's the 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 yeah, watch, watch. Is this is this where he kisses him? No, I think that was a. Hey. Oh shit! <laughs> Kendrick's like, yo, did you just kiss me? Yeah. That's like, yo, have you ever seen that video of Tupac rapping at this concert? And he's like going off and the dude just gently rubs his head. No, YouTube right now, Tupac head rub. Tupac head rub is like, I want to say Tupac head rub or like Tupac, like face touch or something like that. Uh, down, down, down. Keep your head up. Or like Tupac face we, touch. We gotta say uh, on stage. Tupac face touch, yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah, Tupac face touch. Is it suspicious as fuck? Dude, I don't. One of the outlaws no, did it. No, no. Live, maybe do like Tupac. Man, that's the thing. Live, Tupac live touch. <laughs> Tupac live touch. Yeah, like. 
Like, yeah, you no, may have to. You may have to get it off Reddit, huh? You may have to just Google it straight up. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, so so just, just it's another know. rapper. No, dude. This is like Tupac is just like he's like he's like rapping at this concert, <laughs> yeah. and and it's like somebody recording like just from the side, like like it looks like off like a camcorder. Yeah. Good yeah, thing. and he's like rapping. Go to the, go to the videos tab, and like. He's legit rapping at this concert, and no, it's none of those. No, 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 no. Damn, it's none of those. But he's legit rapping at this concert, and you could tell he's going off, and his boy standing next to him, and his boy, you could tell, is like having a moment of like admiring him. He's like, "Yeah, man, Pac is going off like in his head," <laughs> and then he gently, dude, he goes and. Oh no! It's not Tupac. It's Nas. Oh. It's Nas. It's not Tupac. I'm so sorry. Okay, six. Okay. I just, I just gotta see this video. Yo, Nas head rub. Do Nas head rub. It's gonna be the first oh, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one, dude. Watch, yo, watch, watch. He's like, man, He's my man off. made me. Yeah. <laughs> He's what just the like fuck? he's feeling him. He's like, yo, look at this guy. Let me touch his head real quick. Mm, that's he, so weird, dude. And Biggie's next door. Yeah, with an S. <laughs> that's my man, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> that that's guy was so having a weird. moment, yo. That guy does ecstasy back in the day. Yeah, huh? He's like, yo, look at how fresh that fade is. Yo, my man's rapping. Let me touch his crazy. head real quick. <laughs> Fuck, that's hilarious. Buddy, I love it, man. That's one of my favorite <laughs> videos. Jesse got it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> he starts, the, the best is he starts at the top, watch, and yeah, brings he it down to the neck. S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the, the ear. Around the ear to the neck. Mm. <laughs> like he took a route on his like head. <laughs> if I can GPS track back down his neck. Oh, buddy. That's so weird. Imagine, and then you're talking, you like. And there's a first hand, notice? That oh. first hand reaches, goes back. No, let me get Did the you, other one. Look, look, look. Someone else look, goes for hand. it. <laughs> you notice? One hand goes. And he doesn't even and then stop. He, he comes going. in from another angle. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you didn't get enough head on that. That's so fucking weird, man. Just imagine now, like 20, 30 years later, you're just hanging out with the girl and, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, we just talk about interesting things. Be like, yo, I, I, was, I used to roll with Nas back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, man. Yo, you want to see Remember me that? in the video? Yeah. Yo, watch this. This is back in early 90s. Watch this, you it's know? Like I never washed his hands since. Yeah. Watch, that's my hand. Girl's like, why'd you talk? Touch him like that. What? Why'd you touch him he like was that? He's extra slippery. I, I tried yeah. to palm his head, but. Yo, I just saw my man was sweaty and I didn't want it to drip on the mic. I just was trying to do him a favor. <laughs> Got a That's rough. suspicious as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's Baby Keem or whatever. <laughs> when Baby Keem was an actual yeah, baby. Please, yeah, please don't connect the dots. <laughs> but, brother, yo, let's uh, land this thing, please. My guy. Look into this camera. Let the people know where they can find you, man. All right, find me on. Uh, I'm just usually on Instagram, man. I don't, I don't. I gotta get a website. I gotta do that. But you know, I don't, I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? Maybe one of these days, I should be getting a website soon. But, but nobody's gonna hit you up on the website. Nobody, gonna hit that's you up what on I'm Instagram. saying. I'm gonna Forget pay. The website. I'm gonna pay two, three hundred dollars a year yeah. for a website that no one's gonna go on. Yeah. So uh, Instagram at Momo Ismail. Uh, we haven't done it in a while, but definitely check out the Pretty Hairy Podcast with my brother, my legit actual biological brother yeah. <laughs> who's not a comic just a funny dude shout out Ahmed uh, and uh, man I'm, I'm, I'm uh, hopefully gonna be dropping an album soon uh, so look out for that um, 
what else, man? Uh, I got I got a lot of lot of good things popping off in the next couple of months. So just keep an eye out on your boy. Yo, especially if you are in Toronto, make yes. sure to follow my man. He's out all the time, and hopefully we're gonna figure out how to go out east. Let's do it, know? baby. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Uh, take this thing out to Halifax, St. John, whatever the hell, immigrant Ooh. section tour. I ran into Jesse Singh the other day. I'm like, we still down with that? He's like, bro, I'm always down. I'm like, yes. Let's do it. Yes. Line it up, baby. Scroll below. All that man's details are there. Uh, from my end, follow the socials. Come out actually this Friday to Free Times Cafe. I'm taping a mini like taping and a possible comedy taping yes. as well, like an album taping. Let's Eight go. and ten o'clock. Uh, free times cafe come out to that link in the description show up support it's gonna be sick i can't wait but besides that thank you for tuning in uh mo thank you for coming back Thanks on for me, bro. testing thank out you. the new setup with dante doing live switching Yo, on shout out my man dante this is the first episode that i won't be editing <laughs> <laughs> it only took 160 or so <laughs> But yo, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. Until next time, it's your boy Boss Wob signing out. Peace.